1: My name's Jane Yee and each week I'll be talking to a different guest about some of their firsts. We've got comedians, politicians, musicians, actors and more. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. This week I'm talking to Green Party MP Marama Davidson.
0: what's the first political moment you can remember? I was trying to think about the first political moment and actually I was born into politics. So the broader description of political moment is my young memories as a girl, of my father at protests with a big loud hailer outside in big public locations. Um, Those are my first sort of early memories of political political events. Do you remember when you first
1: realised that's not what or kids did on their weekends?
0: I did think it was the thing that everyone got up to. Um, at, we were really young, uh, perhaps just starting primary school, so it was normalised from a very young age. It was probably not until um, later on in high school that I realised not every kid was dragged along to all the protests.
1: <laughs> What's the first time you
0: became aware of the Green Party? Yeah... As a young girl, I think because we, by then we were living in Hokianga and everything was about the environment. And I actually think it was my hippie origin stepmum who was a big Green Party supporter already because of um, the connection to the environment. So I think as a young girl, that's when I first heard of the Green Party.
1: And what about the first time you realised that you wanted to be involved in politics
0: yourself? I'm still trying to figure out if I want to be a politician. <laughs> Um, because it was something that everyone felt that I should take up opportunities to do. It was something that I kept getting shoulder tapped to do. It's something that is a massive honour, but I wouldn't recommend it as a goal in and of itself. I keep saying to people, think about what you want to do for the world, and being a politician might be a part of that or not. So I'm really honoured, um, but it's a weird life as well.
1: What's the first thing you would do in a time when you decide to step away from politics? What would you think you'd like to do for work? Oh, that's easy.
0: Sleep. Actually, I would like to to actually be immersed in full te reo Māori learning, and I'm really jealous about people who are able to do that. So that's definitely something that I would like to do when I don't have to do this job. Who was your first? I feel like I might know the answer to this already, but who was your first political inspiration? Matilda Today definitely was, and and why is because. Politics and government seemed like this foreign, foreign, weird place that had no connection to who I am as a Māori girl and a Māori woman later on. But she showed me that, oh, actually, you can still be who you are and be in that really weird place. So she was definitely one of my first political inspirations. Cool. What was the first thing you wanted to be when you grew up? Oh there it was very it seemed like a lot of us when we were children in in my days we had thoughts about flying planes or being cabin crew firefighters um, ambulance crew medical people to help a lot of it was around service and i'm i'm pretty sure i was just sort of didn't really know and i thought oh yeah those things sound okay as well yeah what's the big first news event you remember When I was forced to sort of pay attention to what was happening in the news, it would have been the Springbok tour because my parents had dragged me as a very young, very young girl to Mirata Meta's film Patu, um, which was a documentary. And I remember then it was a radar. Every time I looked at anything to do with the news, I, I knew automatically what it was all about. So that's the big stuff that I remember. What's the first CD or tape or record that you bought with your own money? This made be warm, thinking about the first CDs. Or no, it would have been. No, it was tapes. We didn't even have CDs. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a mixture of Anita Baker, Day, Ruby Turner and, you know, the, the white woman in there, Annie Lennox and the Eurythmics um, album, which was also one of the first concerts I went to. So it was very... It was, I had a nice feeling remembering all of them. <laughs> It's cool, good collection.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what was the first song that you learned all the words
0: to? Oh my gosh, well a- apart from all the songs that my dad would sing me and I thought they were the greatest hits, um, the one party trick that my parents had before I went to school was getting me to sing the full version. I printed it out before because it- Bet Midler's The Rose. I- can't even barely remember the first line now, but apparently I could sing the whole song right through, and that was my mum and dad's party trick right when I was a little girl. <laughs> it's a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. It is. What was your first favourite TV show? I can, only, I can remember Play School because I was a little girl and my dad was in it. Rawari Paratene is my dad. So he was, um, well, he, he was just called Ra on Play School. He yeah. hosted. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the presenters, yeah. Did you get to play with Jemima? and I the think kids so. Ones? I think I remember a couple of trips to the studio and I'm pretty sure that was Dunedin or Wellington. I can't remember. And I think I remember being old enough to get to play with some of the toys. Yeah, Lucky. <laughs> I didn't realise how lucky you were. Dream of all little children. Um, what's the first fashion trend you followed? Oh... Shamefully, uh, people won't remember because I'm a thousand years old, but I think they were called bubblegum jeans or spaghetti jeans and they, they're pretty hideous. They were these like squiggly tight, not just tight jeans which are actually in right now, but they had these hideous like like corrugated iron jeans and I got I leaned right in. I leaned right into those and had many piss. <laughs> Do you remember your first time on the internet? It was at Auckland University while I was studying. We called it surfing the web back then. <laughs> we called it surfing the web back then, and I just remember thinking, "How is this machine connected to all the information in the world?" So, oh, I don't know. Maybe it was early '90s um, while I was at it, while I was at university, and that I had no idea how big, how much a part of my life that was going to become. <laughs>
1: What was your first big win in Parliament? Oh, my
0: goodness. Getting into Parliament felt like the biggest biggest win of all um, because it still often feels like, you know, we're getting a lot better now, I have to say, five years later. But it still often feels like um, it conflicts with everything. I grew up, the world I grew up in, Te Ao Māori, understandings, it's the complete opposite. So getting in there and feeling even entitled to be in there um, is, is like a constant privilege and honour because of that understanding of how different that world is to the world that I love and the world that I'm used to. Uh, and so even, to be frank, even being able to operate every single day is a win. Um, being able to survive the pace, the expectation. Um, your neck literally on the line um, is a big win every single day while at the same time maintaining your kaupapa and your humanity. That feels like an ongoing win. Um, getting my bill pulled from the members, from the biscuit tin around Marty um, wards was a win getting that out. It didn't get past first reading, but it was part of the momentum that today we have now had that change. We have now achieved that collectively with communities. Councils all around the country are now voting for Marty Wards because it can no longer be overturned by a racist minority. So um, that that will I'll always be proud of having the making the decision to put that particular piece of law into the biscuit tin and helping the momentum grow. Cool. Who was your first celebrity crush? Oh, so many. What freaks me out is how many white boy celebrity crushes I had. <laughs> oh Michael J Fox oh my gosh hot <laughs> there was a thing bit goofy bit awkward even at school I didn't really like the ones the hunks that everyone else was going after I was like I was the quiet awkward one in the corner he'll do me <laughs> you could have had a shot with Michael J Fox because he shot <laughs> yeah, right. <Ryan> here <laughs> um,
1: what's the first thing you do when you get home
0: from a hard day at work um Sniff children, like quite literally, um, and it, I was somewhat disturbed when I realised that that is exactly what I do when I get in the door, and I just sort of linger around their, their heads and necks, and I, I'm literally smelling them. <laughs> and I do that for a good solid half an hour before I can even put the bag down, get out of the heels and in the, in the business jacket and whatever else formal is going on, um, and I feel like that I can't really function until I've. Sniffed children <laughs> You've been listening to First
1: Brought to you by the Spinoff Podcast Network And Hexwork Productions Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts So you get new episodes as soon as they're released And if you'd like to watch the video series of First Visit the Spinoff TV on YouTube
0: Kia ora e tewi Kia ora Butler here